Pittsburgh, a city known for its brooding gothic horror. Between these three rivers flow rivers of blood, where they'll put french fries on your sandwich at Pramani Brothers or blood in your vodka at Elysium. This is the Stream of Blood podcast, and you're listening to Vampires of Pittsburgh, our ongoing Vampire the Masquerade Chronicle. I'm Jared Logan, the storyteller, and I'm joined by Thomas Middleditch as Miles Vanderbuck, Ross Bryant as Curtis Krieger, and Ashley Birch as Jen Brown. You can watch our game streamed every week at twitch.tv forward slash stream of blood. Drink deeply, my friends, and enjoy. Good evening. Welcome to Stream of Blood. I am your host and storyteller tonight, uh, Jared Logan, uh, to bring you another installment of our weekly ongoing Vampire the Masquerade series, Vampires of Pittsburgh. Um, Guys, uh, you did level up. You did have 12 XP from the first two stories that you had completed. Ten sessions, two stories. Uh, the first story was kind of the story of your embrace and the trial that followed. And the next story was the story of tracking down the barfly and, uh, you know, getting to uh, the garage and uh, confronting Buddy, the leader of the garage coterie. Um, those 10 episodes are all up on YouTube. So I'm not going to do too much of a recap uh, tonight, but let's ask Jen Brown uh, and and the others like what they've done with their sheets. Uh, let's let's mm. start. Actually, we'll get to Jen Brown last. Let's start. Miles Vanderbuck, uh, you had 12 XP. How'd you spend them? Getting tough, I, man. Yeah, getting tough. He added a <laughs> dot of potence, right? Yeah, I think. Tough. I think how how Miles has evolved to play in this game, he's sort of your just your average sixty-two year old retired dock worker, like frontline brawler. Yeah. <laughs> he wants to punch things with his hand. I typically well, you know me, Jared, you know me. I like mages and wizards and stuff, but I'll play yeah. a tough guy. I love a good tough boy. Why not? So I'm gonna in- try and be this group's muscle in the form <laughs> he's been hitting the gym. He's all ropey now. <laughs> just like Um, old guy muscles that's great and i think that he also has a lot of anger to work out so it definitely makes sense for him to put extra points into potence so he can smash hulk smash smash um and uh that leaves him with a little bit of xp left over and curtis krieger where did you put your points so um i i put i added a the discipline of fortitude Mm -hmm. um seeing as as a I, i feel like curtis came into this in recovery and distrustful, shaken, uh, timorous, uh, and, uh, and uh, distrustful. And uh, I think his journey so far is beginning to come into a greater sense of his own power, um, mm-hmm. but especially gain- grasping that. And f- I think he feels most comfortable and together in these moments of like crisis. He's a smooth and he's a smooth operator when the chips are down. When yeah. There's a, when there's a gun in his hand and things to blow up and action to do, he's focused. And then when things he's called upon to be social, things fall apart. Uh, <laughs> sure. So, and I mean, that's sort of what has happened for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so great. So that yeah. dot of fortitude gives him like an extra health level right now. 
And uh, that's going to be very useful, as we've seen. And then he also took a little bit of intimidate, right? Yeah, because I just having no intimidate based on 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 his just his general kind of presence, it didn't seem to make sense to me that he wouldn't be at all intimidating. <laughs> right. No, that <laughs> makes he's sense. A, he's a squirrely guy, but now he's getting especially weird and feral looking. Uh, I love it. Uh, and finally, Jen Brown, uh, Jen Brown, I just want to tell everybody, you know, because in, in I think episode four, we had we gave Jen Brown a predator. But the predator we gave her was farmer because we thought maybe she was feeding from animals. But that wasn't really the plan that Ashley had for Jen or really how it, the, the game has played out. So she has a new predator. What's her predator now, uh, Ashley? Her predator now is consensualist. Right. And so um, maybe you can describe kind of how she is feeding night to night uh, or how we kind of discussed that might work. Right. So uh, Jen, Jen grapples with the moral quandary of being a vampire, as we know. And so her new uh, her new hotness is that she basically persuades people to elect to let her feed on them. So she's running sort of a illicit consensual blood bank of a kind where she'll she'll feed on someone and then now i put a pip into my dominate mm -hmm. discipline so right. now i can i have a power called cloud memory where i can make people forget uh, right and and the the deal with that is that even though thin bloods don't ever have uh disciplines permanently we've determined that jen brown is is always eating uh feeding on phlegmatic blood blood of people who are relaxed who she's paid and who are sitting comfortably uh so as long as she keeps her little blood donor business going she's got a pretty good supply of phlegmatic blood and she she usually has access to that cloud memory power uh and she took one skill she had a, that was just that, that was those were just the changes from her uh her predator uh what skill did she take uh Jen, in the intervening time between our last adventure, went to driving school. <laughs> she took some courses, and now she has two pips in drive. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so so that's going to really come in handy, I, I mm -hmm. have a feeling. And then also there was a, a pip in investigation, too, which yes. will definitely come in handy. So, <laughs> so, so let, let, let's get into tonight, tonight's story so that we, we find out how all these changes have taken place. Right. So um, uh, I want the, the, the two uh, gentlemen uh, to stay for now. Um, and I'll say uh, I'll open the adventure tonight this way. You watched as the Elysium ghouls suited up as cops lifted the bag containing Buddy's body into the ambulance, careful not to disturb the shard of wood embedded in his chest. Then the ambulance headed off into the night, no sirens, bound not for any hospital, but the sub-basement of the U.S. Steel Building. Something didn't sit right with you. It all felt too easy. And it was hard to get your mind around the idea that Buddy wasn't destroyed. He was just frozen. Frozen in the moment when he hated the three of you the most. <laughs> TJ Cope lit a cigarette, looked over at you and said, well, that takes care of that. <laughs> Weeks later. Oh, and we'll, we'll bid goodbye to the gentleman for now. 
Uh, they will be back. You can call them back at any time. Anytime okay. you need the help of your coterie mates, you let us know. And then I okay. also can call them back. I can also summon them from the void. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm weeks, okay. You, sh uh, <laughs> you should be. Um, weeks have passed, Jen Brown, and we're going to begin to tonight's uh, adventure this way. You're scanning through the various tech blogs one night and you see something of interest to you. Uh, and this does come as a surprise to you because we know that you've taken various steps to prevent something like this from happening. But you look at a tech blog that has a headline that says Flowcom to purchase grouper. Rumors say logistic giant will dip a toe into tech. And the article goes on to explain that Flowcom, a big corporation headquartered here in Pittsburgh, yeah, there are rumors that there is definitely a buyout happening and Flowcom will be purchasing your company. This probably comes as a shock to you. It probably mm -hmm. dismays you. What would you like to do? Okay, uh, where am I? Yeah, that's a great question. You are um, undoubtedly in your haven or actually you could be somewhere else. You could be wherever you're conducting these nightly uh Blood drives. Uh, that could. Do you think you do that in your haven right now? Well, I guess. Would it be conceivable that since the last game, I have found a spot that I can reliably go to to use technology without being discovered? I think that is uh, conceivable. Okay. Um, I, I'll allow it. Um, I think that you're having to roll finance every once in a while to rent this space. It's not super secure. Uh, okay. But yes, um, you uh, you've rented a very cheap apartment in a Mexican War Streets neighborhood where you're doing this. OK. Um, well, the first thing is going to be I'm going to be like, fucking what son of a bitch. And I'm going to try to call. Um, well, what time is it also? also ask it's, it's not too late. I think that, you know, I think. Yeah, like a lot of people, you wake up in the morning and or for you, you wake up at dusk and you scroll mm -hmm. through the news. So <laughs> right. it, was in, it was in your feed. And uh, it's shocking and horrifying to find this out from your feed. This is your fucking company. So we could say that it's like seven o'clock at night. The sun has gone down at like seven fifteen, seven thirty. OK, uh, I'm going to try calling Sabrina. Right. And are you calling her on that secure line you established earlier? Yes. Okay, Sabrina is your touchstone. She's a mortal who is the CEO, COO of your company, right? And um, an acting CEO, basically. Acting CEO, and she's also your your dear friend. And last time you spoke with her, you told her, "Don't sell the company. Don't do anything without my my go ahead." You know, I you know I'm gonna make myself available to you as soon as I can. Um, and figure all this out. And you have been taking steps every episode that you had an opportunity. Jen Brown has been trying to make sure that the Ventru clan don't purchase her company. They made an offer early on and then they were putting pressure on Sabrina. Sabrina told you in your last conversation with her that weird people were hanging around the grouper offices. And so now you call uh, Sabrina uh, via your secure line and she answers the phone. Hey, Jen. Hey, what the fuck is going on? You saw the news. Yes, I saw the fucking news. What are you doing? Okay. 
Don't freak out. I'm freaking right? out. Do you hear okay. my voice? I'm freaking out. No, I understand. Um, look, um, Stephen Francis, uh, we Who? talked. Francis, he said that he'd met you when he made the initial offer. And is that the guy that came to the apartment and then got really pissed? That's right. He is okay. a Ventru vampire that uh, says that he works for Obadiah Griffin. Um, Stephen came to me and uh, he explained the situation for a company like ours. And, you know, I really think that this is a way to help us grow and do some really innovative, groundbreaking work. Sabrina, that guy is dangerous. You're making a huge fucking mistake. Stephen is not dangerous. Jen, he's here right now. What's that? Okay, Jen, I've got to go. I know she's just like, click. Fuck. Fuck. Um, okay, I'm going to, uh, oh, here's another question I have. In the intervening time, have I had any time to look through that USB stick? Yeah, the and, one that you that you stole from the prince's chambers in Elysium, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. And that happened, I think, in our first session. Mm -hmm. um, I think that you have, but what have you found? Why don't we mm -hmm. roll some dice? Let's do it. Yeah, so um, you looked at the prince's flash drive, and I think that you probably, um, you know, you know how to work a flash drive. I'm not going to make you roll technology. I think that you need to roll investigation, so that new pip of investigation is going to come in handy why don't you roll intelligence plus investigation to see if you can find anything that you think could be of use to you and am i a hungry gal or am i well sated you are at one hunger uh okay. you know days and days have passed and in the intervening time you've set up this blood bank uh scam so you're you're feeding regularly okay uh one success one success. All right. I'll give you one clue. Um, and the clue I will give you. Uh, yeah, I think I'll give you this clue. There's a notation. Oh, wait, I, you know, I'm going to give you the willpower option. Would you like to spend a point of willpower and reroll your unsuccessful dice? I actually would like to do that. Yeah. So I'm going to. If, if, if I don't power. say that, the chat will let us know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sometimes I do think failure is interesting, but I think Jen is working very hard at this. So I had three failures and I just put them in my dice pool, right? That's right. Mm -hmm. Okay. Come on, baby. One more success. Okay. I'm going to give you two clues. Okay. Okay. You find out uh, you're looking at, at the prince's... Uh, you know, uh, little, little data stick here. And he basically has every major kindred in the Camarilla in Pittsburgh. He has a file on each of them uh -huh. and the file he has on uh, Obadiah Griffin, who is the Ventru primogen who you've, you've met briefly. Like when you were brought before, uh, the, the primogen council, like a couple sessions ago, he was the big slab of a man with kind of a horseshoe of hair, uh, mm -hmm. He looked like as a vampire, he looks more like a mausoleum than a corpse. He's just an enormous big guy in a big conservative uh, suit. Um, so the, the 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 file on him lets you know that his haven is the campus of a shutdown steel plant in Bethlehem, PA. 
So you know where he's at. And then you see that there's a notation that Flowcom, the company he owns, the company that's buying Grouper, mm -hmm. owns a website that helps people trace their family tree. Flowcom, Flowcom owns a website. Mm -hmm. That's the How only other that? tech. They have like, you know, what, what do you call it? Like Ancestry.com. They have a version of that here in the world of darkness. And it's uh -huh. a subsidiary of Flowcom which is Obadiah Griffin's company, and it's called like lineage.com. And it's the only tech holding they have other than the one they're about to have, Grouper. And do I know anything about this company just from being in the tech sector? Lineage.com? Uh-huh. They're a copycat, you know, uh, second string. You know, Ancestry.com is the big name, and, uh, you know... Uh, Locom has this other kind of system in sight. It doesn't have any really kind of smart proprietary technology. It just has a huge database and a lot of the logistical stuff worked out to help people find their ancestors. And who, who is like their forward facing person? Um, the forward facing person. Uh, let's see. Um, you do a little research and I would say to find out something like that, it wouldn't, you won't need a role for that. Um, a guy named Nick, I think Nick Mulligan is the guy's name. Uh, so they're like, their CEO is Nick Mulligan. Um, yes. And he lives here in Pittsburgh. Um, he, uh, he does. So according to your Google searching and your research, he does. Okay. And, um, Okay. And do I have, if I were to cross-reference, do I recognize any other names associated with lineage through me, through my like perusing through the um, USB drive? Um, I'll tell you what, give me one more roll. And this time okay. I want you to roll, um, I want you to roll occult plus intelligence. Do I have any occults? Nope. Okay. Okay. So just the straight intelligence. Yeah. Okay. Eventually, Ashley is going to get so sick of having to ro roll a hunger die that I'm going to abandon <laughs> Jen's moral compass and just fucking kill someone. That was a total uh, failure. <laughs> a total failure. Yeah. Okay. So um, I think with a total failure, you can't really do the re-roll anyway. Yeah. So it looks like you're going to have to do maybe a little legwork, maybe talk to allies. Um, you have you have allies. You have other NPCs and PCs available mm -hmm. to you. Um, and you you have a name of a man you could go talk to about his company. Um, and then, of course, there's going to the grouper offices uh, right. or to Sabrina directly. So, um, yeah, I think at this point, since I can't really I don't want to spend too much time just like Googling shit. Um, I'm going to, um, I'm assuming the, the fellows are back at the Haven. They are. And, and, you know, one thing that I will remind you of is that Miss Sonia at one point kind of offered to help you with some of this stuff, but you haven't taken out her up on her offer yet, probably because Jen Brown hates the Camarilla and really mm -hmm. wants to get free of them. But Miss Sonia did make that offer. And uh, yeah, you can assume that your friends are back at the Haven. Yes. Okay. Your coterie mates. So I think I'm going to uh, do whatever precautions I suppose I've been doing for two weeks to try to secure this place or make it. I, I, I'm assuming I have some sort of um, 
way of obfuscating it or not or hiding my tracks when I leave it by this um, point. Sure. Um, I think that uh, you mean this little apartment that you've uh, yeah. that you've rented until you put some XP into making it like a haven or something like that. You probably are just dealing with like a little temporary space that you've rented that isn't as secure as you'd like. Um, but if you want, I will allow you to make a stealth roll as you exit the place or. Um, I don't think I have any stealth. No, I don't. You could lock it up really tight with some technology. Maybe it has some security systems on it. Oh, that's probably a true thing. Yeah, let's say that. Okay, I think rolling to see if you set your security system correctly would be a little silly. <laughs> so let's just see how far you've been making your finances stretch. Give me a wits plus finance. Okay. We can also put not XP. rich. Mm. Three successes. Okay, great. Jen, you've managed to max out credit cards in all kinds of creative little ways, and you have a really high tech security system on this, uh, you know, this extra apartment you're renting. Um, so it's secure. No one's going to get in there and mess with your things. Where are you headed? Back to the Haven? I want to go back to the Haven and, and talk to the guys. Yeah. Great. Um, well, let's bring them in. Uh, Miles and Curtis Krieger are at the Haven and Gentlemen, what would you be doing on a given night uh, at your haven right after you've roused yourself? Oh, uh, well, <laughs> I think I think uh, new Miles is you know <laughs> doing push-ups, doing, <laughs> <laughs> and then looking in the mirror to see if his dead body is taking on any muscle. Oh mm -hmm. yeah, I guess. Yeah, he's uh, he's just yeah he's plotting and hanging out with Curtis probably like he's a bit of a follower I think he was never the union leader back on the docks he was just yeah he wanted to be the sergeant so he's probably listening to Curtis Curtis's like ideas on how the the world should be or something and be like yeah man see you kids you guys are the next generation you guys gotta figure this out you know <laughs> this is fucking absolute power corrupts absolutely man there's no way to once once you get it, it messes with you, doesn't it doesn't matter where you come from, doesn't matter doesn't what matter. you've done. No. I'm well, here. Jen Brown, you've come to this brain trust with your problem. <laughs> you've come to this 4 a.m. dorm conversation. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Jen just gonna pivot in. <laughs> They're having the power conversation again. Yeah. I also walked Ruby. I'm not a I'm not I, I'm a monster, but I'm not a total monster. <laughs> Ruby, in case anybody watching doesn't know, is your pit bull, who is also your ghoul. She mm -hmm. responds to your mental commands. Um, all right, Jen, uh, you have the floor here. What, what do you have to say to your friends? Is there some way they can help you with this issue? So I'm I'm coming back in. I, I know uh, Miles' connection to Flowcom, I think, by this point, probably, right? Yeah, you, you guys were probably had a conversation about how they fucked over his union a bunch of times uh, and are probably indirectly responsible for his getting laid off. Right. OK. So. I'm coming in hot because I'm pissed and. Um, guys, I need your help with something. What you got? You know, my company, I know the one I'm not supposed to have or be involved with anymore. Those fucking vampires that own Flowcom are trying to buy it. And I think they did something to my friend that I left in charge. What the hell? Who, who, wait, who's trying to buy your goddamn company? Flowcom? You know, that company? Oh, yeah. I know it. 
Unbelievable. What the hell do they want? This is just what I was talking about, man. If it's not, if it's not the government, it's the fucking corporations. Yeah, okay, yes, we, yes, we know the power theories. Yes, can we focus, please, guys? I, I need to know what. I need your help. I want to know what to do about this. That guy Obadiah, he or no, Stephen, something. Uh, Obadiah Griffin is the Ventru leader of the clan in the city, and uh, Stephen Francis is his like second Stephen in command Francis. who came and gave you the offer initially. Uh, that fucking vent. Curtis, do you remember when we were in my apartment and that vampire showed up? Oh, He's yeah. with Sabrina. I don't know what's going on. If they made her a ghoul or something, or if they're going to hurt her, I, I don't know what to do. I don't know. Sabrina's who? You're, you're someone who works for you? She's my friend. She's the only person I've stayed in contact with since, you know. Ugh. Oh, hang on a minute. <laughs> so hold on. Wait a second. The Flowcom is run by... Vampires. vampires oh jesus my my sweet baby girl amy she works for flowcom it was one of the things she said when i last saw her i don't want the life i don't want her to have my life oh god <laughs> <laughs> miles okay well if we can stop these guys somehow it can help your daughter too so i need us to to focus, to do something. We can go to Sabrina's apartment. He's there. I don't know if there's going to be a bunch of them there. If it's a trap, we could try going to my company. But I, well, I, and, well, what do you want, way, Jen Brown? You want, you want us to just stop your precious company from being acquired? What the hell? I'll do respect. What the hell did Curtis and I care? I can't walk into a boardroom and, and negotiate with these people. I'm not asking you to do that. Look, I want the company because it gives us power. We, I have a bunch of I have access to a bunch of information through my company and we could use that against the Camarilla or any of these other fuckers that want to, that want to use us as pawns. This is power that we have. And if they take it, they're taking that power away from us. So you want to keep the company, but you don't want them to know you're keeping it. Yeah. Hey, look, Jen, any plan that is a thorn in the side of Fulcom is a plan I can get behind. Tell us what you need. We'll do it. Yeah. I'm with so you. So what? We want to go rough them up. We want to go punch some goddamn faces in, make them bleed right out of their goddamn noses. <laughs> is the Sabrina thing a trap? It's a trap, isn't it? Could be is there a... some kind of merger or meeting or some kind of like, uh, are they going to um, meet in some way at some time? Um, yeah, I, think that, uh, I think that, I think that, Jen, you mentioned something that made me think that maybe you are you're owed uh, an intelligence uh, plus technology role to remember something. Okay. One second. Intelligence plus tech. Ooh, this is my beefiest role. Seven in my dice pool. <laughs> oh, <Yes>. the riches. <laughs> A critical success. Ah, oh. a critical success. There she is. Okay. <laughs> so, um, uh, Miles, you know that there was a reporter named Nina something looking into Flowcom because you went and you talked to your uh, your friend uh, who kind of ran the union a while back. He's retired now. And yeah. he was like, I can't help you oh, with that yeah. union stuff anymore. But oh, you can yeah. talk to th this reporter and she could help you. Um 
And I think also, Jen Brown, your critical success, I'm going to give you two clues because you got a critical success. You also remember that you made sure you had kind of like a a way to like look at grouper data. Like, so there's a chance you could maybe like look at grouper data uh, in the area. Grouper, by the way, um, and and please uh, refine this if I have anything wrong as the storyteller. Grouper is an app that lets people text text each other, but encrypted. And up to now, it's been used a lot by like youth and uh, movements that want to send communications without, to each other without see, having the authorities or people find out about it. So it's been used a lot by protest movements and things like that. So, but you know, Jen Brown probably has the a back door to it. It's her app that she created. Hmm. Okay. So here's the thing. I know that the Sabrina thing might be a trap, but at the same time, I, I fucking couldn't stand if they'd made her a ghoul or if they killed her or something. So two options. Maybe we split up and some of us check out Sabrina's apartment, see what's going on there, see if it's if they've got it posted up and they're expecting us. Well, one of the, the rest of us falls up on some leads. Or if that sounds like a shit idea, then maybe we can just try to, I, I, I don't know, follow up on these leads and, and hope that they're not going to hurt her. Um, you know what? We may have a, a little source of information because there's somebody that I know who's investigating. It. Well, I don't really know them personally, but I know of someone who is investigating the wrongdoings of this flowcom. I don't know her last name, but I'm pretty sure she works at the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. That's correct. The most famous Pittsburgh (laughs) newspaper, as Google has told me. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Um, (laughs) Nina something. She was looking into it. So, well, she might be a pretty good source to give us some information to help us. We'll help you, Jen, figure out what to do next. (sighs) Okay, so I'm going to, with that information, I guess... I guess I'd like to do two things if they will, if it won't take a long time to do them, which is probably with that information alone, I could find Nina and a public email. So I would want to send her since it's, it's nighttime. Uh, I would send her an email, um, saying that maybe from a, a dummy account or something, but saying that I have intel on flowcom i want to talk to her about i know that she's doing research on them i want to talk to her about her efforts um that kind of thing and try to set up a meet of some kind or at least an exchange great um and you're doing this early enough it's probably like eight o'clock at night so you've sent that email um and uh there's a little bit of a waiting game of course with an email so is there anything you want to do in the meantime tonight or should we uh kind of wait and see when that email comes back to you the other thing I'd like to do is I, I would assume that I can get into the back door of my app from the tech that I have on me. Um, great. Um, why don't we try that? Okay. Uh, let's try it with a wits plus. Well, actually I think that what happens is you go and you look at it uh, and you realize that somebody has been changing some things uh, in your mainframe. Oh. Like, so it looks like you're um it looks like they've tried to shut down your back door um and <laughs> where you can get user data 
Um, I'm going to need uh, a really good roll on a, a I think, a wits plus technology roll. Okay. A really good roll. I think a three success roll. Oh, God. That never happens to me. Okay, let's see. <laughs> that really? never happens to me. Critical success. Critical. Oh, great buttered beans. It happened. It's <laughs> 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 really turning round. Oh. You um you're waiting for the email to come back. You um you leave uh the, the old mattress factory where everybody hangs out. Perhaps your friends come with you. Um and you're you know, you're hacking. You're 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 <laughs> You're hacking and you're surfing the web and you're going down uh, the rabbit hole and <laughs> you um, manage to break free, break through uh, into your system again. Uh, and not only are you through, I'm going to go ahead with a critical success. I'm going to give you the clue that you found. Um, you kind of look at user data from the area mm-hmm. and you see that you don't have that many users in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. Uh, which was a significant place because it's where you know the man who's trying to buy the vampire that's trying to buy your company has a haven. Uh, and you see uh, something interesting that you also don't have that many users in McKeesport, PA, which is where the garage was located. And you find that someone in Bethlehem has been trading encrypted texts with someone in McKeesport. But that's as granular as you can get. You can't find out who they are or the exact spot it was sent from. You just know that they're using certain towers to send the encrypted information. Okay, I'm going to relay that information to the guys. Um, Basically say, I don't want to be a conspiracy theorist here, but it seems like there's some sort of connection between these vampires in Bethlehem and Buddy's crew. Thomas the player needs a quick clarification yes please do please ask vampires in Bethlehem Bethlehem is the neighborhood Bethlehem PA it's a town uh, not too far from uh, and we know them do we know do we know I can ask it (laughs) these vampires in Bethlehem are they they associated with one of these clans and I exactly. wouldn't know that right. It's adventure. Yeah, you you just found that out when you looked at the the prince's file. You were looking at the prince's thumb drive, and you found out that uh, the Ventru Primogen Obadiah Griffin makes his haven at a place called the Steel Stacks in Bethlehem, PA. Have we ever okay. bumped into this Obadiah cat? Maybe at the the main temple or whatever. At the main temple, he was really sort of contentious with you when you came and made your report. About your investigation of the barfly. He's a big he was slab like of a guy. in and amongst the council of vampires who yes, are. Looks like Jesse Ventura. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Yes. All right. Um. Okay. So. What do you What do you think? Do you want to just go into Bethlehem and storm the castle, or do you want to see if this Nina doll comes back with something? What I want to know is why is. If they're communicating with each other, why is Buddy, who we fought, who's ostensibly this out-of-control enemy of the Camarilla, might be working with somebody on the inside? I have that question, too. How many fucking wheels within wheels do these (laughs) things have? Who can understand? 
It's this game of vampires. Now you're getting it. Now you're getting it, <laughs> Curtis. So the other thing about that is that either they have ghouls that are communicating to each other or they have tech, which they're not supposed to have. Um. Well, that, yeah, yeah. And you, and keep in mind, you're not positive that this is, you know, uh, the the kindred, but it is interesting. It is interesting. Okay, I'm gonna say we can make. Let's see. Hold on. I sort of want to. Can I do a thing? Can I roll my humanity? And then depending on that, decide whether or not I go, fuck it, let's go save Sabrina. Who cares if it's a trap or if I'm going to be more like uh, machination-y about it. <laughs> you know what, Jen Brown? I'm not going to let you roll your humanity for that. I'm going to let you roll your intelligence plus subterfuge or okay. if you'd rather politics. You can roll either of those intelligence plus politics or intelligence plus subterfuge okay i'll roll intelligence plus subterfuge uh okay oops that's not a number okay one success okay one success well you you already knew this and i'm not going to give you much more than that for one success it might be a bad idea to go running into a trap. It could, you know, it could be potentially disastrous. And, you know, if it were just you, you might not care, but your your best friend is involved and it could be, you know, it could be dangerous for her. Okay. And I found out that that Nick Mulligan guy, does he live in Bethlehem? Did I, is that what I found um, out? He does not. No, he lives okay. in, in the city. Um, he uh, he works out of an office in Lawrenceville, which is actually where the grouper offices are. Okay, so. Um, is the like human ghoul surrogate of the vampire parent company? He's just a human that runs a runs a ancestry company that the that oh. these venture own as well. She just found out a bunch of information on. Uh, Flowcom. Flowcom owns a website uh, dealing with ancestry. Can't you go on your computer, Jim Brown, and find out where this Nina lives? I mean, we don't have much time. We can just go knock on her damn door. Uh, I I guess. Do we want to <laughs> really freak her out? I suppose. Um, yeah. I mean, but at this point, I wouldn't give a shit about her. We just we got to remember to look look more human to kind of blush up to get yeah. crimson there's got to be a more concise way of putting that but yeah. you could just get reddish become, yeah. become russet something like that yeah become russet i think i think you found it um, hashtag become russet hashtag become russet um yes i probably could find out where she lives right um i think that you could but that's a little trickier so uh, for that, I would like a go to information.com information.com. No, I want a I want an intelligence plus investigation role again. And you're doing it with like, you know, uh, social media searches and things like that. OK. One success. One success. All you know is that unbelievably, it looks like she also lives here in Mexican war streets somewhere because you see her in front of like some of the art installations, like in, in a lot of her Instagram posts and things like, 
you know, and you see her at like local eateries and things like that. Like the sheer number of Mexican war streets locations in her, uh, in her social media profile leads you to believe she's somewhere here in the neighborhood. Okay. But, but no specifics. basically. No, you can't get her address. I think it might be tough for any of us to find a person's specific address. And with only one success, Jen Brown wasn't able to do that. Okay. I'm going to ask the guys, is there any benefit to going to their haven? And I don't know. Staking it out or fucking lighting it on fire? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that seems like a uh, bad idea to me. <laughs> premature, I'm going to be honest. I think there's probably more information we can dig up. Maybe even at least to know who we light on fire. I'm all for it. You know, I won't even require an intelligence role for this. You have, uh, oh, wait. Uh, in fact, time has passed now. You've tried a bunch of different things and you've been talking to each other, and an email comes back from Nina, uh, Nina, uh, Holmes, right? At the Post Gazette. That's who you, uh, emailed, right? Mm hmm. Okay, great. And she's like, if you have information on Flowcom, I want to speak to you right away. And then she gives a cafe in Mexican War Streets. Okay. I'm going. I'm okay, great. So we we go and we'll just wait in the car and we'll just come with you so you can call us if need be. But uh, Okay, yeah. Maybe, I mean, if one of you guys wants to like, I don't know why people, I mean, it's Jared. So maybe there's going to be meanie baddies around. So maybe <laughs> maybe one of them can, one of you guys can like be on the street corner yeah. or something. Yeah. We look out. out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, a, great. A couple tables away. Yeah, yeah. yeah sit at yeah. another table, exactly. Um, okay, and Jen Brown, you're the one who doesn't have to become russet because you are a <laughs> thin blood vampire, so you always seem like you're alive. Um, so uh, you gentlemen don't have to spend blood to do this because you're staying back. In fact, maybe we'll make um, Curtis and uh, Miles disappear again for a little bit as Jen Brown, uh, you know, she walks into the cafe uh, and she sees a, a young black woman uh, on her phone uh, in kind of like a stylish light jacket. And uh, she's got uh, glasses on her face and she just has a reportery look. Also, this cafe is mostly abandoned uh, at okay. this time of night. It's it's going to close like at 10 o'clock. So um, what would you like to do? How would you like to approach? Well, I'm assuming from social media, I know it's her. Right. I've like looked at her profile and the like. Oh, of course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, she matches your she matches who you found online. I'm just going to go up and sit across from her. OK, great. Um, you walk up and you sit across from her and she looks up from her phone and she goes. Are you the person who sent the yeah. email? Great. Jen. And you have information on Flowcom. I do, but. I want to hear your information first. My information? I have a vested interest in the company. Uh, well, um, I mean, what do you want to know? It's all public record. I, I'm not going to tell you what my story is. I don't know if you're a rival reporter. Or, uh, I, don't know who, I don't know who you are. You've got to give me something that, you know, makes me want to make this exchange. Um, do you want something to drink? No, I'm fine. In fact, Jen Brown, you 
really never really want something to drink except for one thing anymore. Right. Um, yeah, she's like, okay, um, I'm going to get a juice. Um, she goes and pays for a juice and is walking back to the table. Uh, and is like, so, you know, what do you want to tell me? Give me a hint. I happen to be associated with Grouper, the company that they're planning on buying. Right. Yeah, that's going to go through Monday morning, I think. Monday morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not a fan of the purchase. I think. Oh, my I'm- God. <laughs> You're Jen Brown. Aren't you? Right? Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm, you probably don't get recognized because people don't pay attention. But, you know, my beat is, you know, people who own companies in, in Pittsburgh. So it's not sure. that big of a community. Sure. Yeah. So wait. No one has heard from you in weeks. What? You don't want the company to get bought? And you're the CEO, aren't you? I passed off acting duties to um, someone within the company. And look, wait a second. She starts searching something on her phone and she looks like suddenly like really kind of concerned and like freaked out. Because they made they made me they of course they killed me. Yep. She throws the phone down and is like. Holy shit. You're dead. Well, I guess you're not because you're sitting right here. Uh, is it okay if I record this? I'm going to, uh, okay, I'm going to, uh, <laughs> let's see. Is there a way to use far reach to like, not like literally stretch my hand farther, but like be more powerful in my grasp or something? That's sort interesting. Of like intimidate. I'm going to put my hand over her phone and sort um, of yeah, I d- in- <laughs> I d- No, that's a great question. I, I think that if you want to use far reach, you could do a really interesting uh, demonstration of power for her now. Uh, and you do have phleg- phlegmatic blood in your system, as we've mentioned. Or you can just try to intimidate her the way a human would if you don't want to reveal your vampiric nature. Well, I do have cloud memory now. Maybe that's me being a little loosey goosey, but uh, I want to do it subtle enough so that anyone else in the cafe doesn't see. Okay, I, I, I can allow that. So um, you have been imbibing your formula, your formula. I know in the book it says that you eat nylon and all this kind of crazy stuff, but that's not what Jen Brown does. Jen Brown imbibes her formula of phlegmatic blood and uh, vodka in mm-hmm. order to use a far reach. And so, uh, let's see if she needs to roll anything. I think that it, I think I am going to ask her to do a uh, a rouse roll. Okay. She's kind of used her own body as sort of the Athenor for this, so um, she's kind of trying to bring the power out now. Give me a rouse roll. Success. Success. Okay. So you do not get hungrier. I'm just going to make sure that I am using this power correctly. But uh, regardless, I think that you have done this, uh, Jen Brown. And so what are you doing with the phone? Tell me what you're doing with the phone. 
Um, I'm going to put my hand over her hand. Right. Um, I'm actually kind of change what I'm going to do. I'm, I'm, I'm going to put my hand over her hand to stop her from being able to do anything. And then I'm going to take the phone and hopefully before she can protest, I want to mm -hmm. do cloud memory. Okay. So you are going to, now you understand that clouding her memory will make her forget the last few moments. And that is what you want to do here, right? Yes. I want okay. her basically to forget that I'm stealing her phone. Does, does, it, right. does it extend? Because we haven't been talking for very long. So could no. I ostensibly erase me even meeting with her? Um, you could if that's what you'd like to do, because you've only been talking for a few short minutes. I so, think yes. I want to steal. I want to take her phone and wipe her memory of even meeting me. Wow, that's incredible. OK, uh, let me make sure that far, far reach is working the way that we uh, want it to. Um, oh, yes, you're going to uh, need to roll something for me. So your rouse check has has gone off uh, successfully, yes. but I need you to roll your one dot of thin blood alchemy plus your resolve. Ooh. Not great. Um, okay. Success. Success. One success. Mm -hmm. But you're just moving a little phone. So um, she's like, do you mind if I record this? And you go and very subtly. Sorry, I didn't want to make it. <laughs> yeah. You kind of lift your hand and the phone right into your hand. And then you are going to tell her to forget. Show uh -huh. me how Jen Brown clouds a memory. Oh, uh, I think what does she say? Um, oh, what does she say? Um, you're going to forget that I, you're going to forget that you met me. You're going to wait at this cafe for about an hour. Assume that the person ghosted you and you're going to go home. Um, roll. Great. Roll charisma plus your dominate of one. And, uh, our friend, the tenacious reporter, Nina Combs is going to roll her own pool. Oh, boy. Come on, baby. Success. Uh, how many successes? Just one. You're in luck. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> so you I'm see really her, her, eyes kind of, her eyes kind of cloud over. You have her phone. Are you getting out of there? Yes. You're gone. Uh, you're away from the table before she uh, starts looking around again. So um, what do you want to do with this phone? Uh, well, I'm going to reconvene with the guys and I'm just going to look through her notes. I'm going to okay. look through all of the stuff that she's got, uh, all the info she's gathered about Flowcom. Um, okay, great. Um, I think that is going to be one more investigation role i want it to be a intelligence plus investigation role and are you doing this out on the street in the car with curtis and miles are you doing it where are you doing this i think i think i'm gonna grab the the phone motion to the guys get in the car get away from this cafe so that there's no chance that she could even glance and see me mm -hmm. um we don't have to go like super far i mean if i'm assuming we're kind of close to the haven since she's in our same neighborhood very close yeah, so maybe we'll just park outside the Haven and all, or we'll go in the Haven. There's vampires about, so they don't see me having a phone, and I'm going to look through her stuff. Okay, great. 
What you find, uh, oh, you're going to roll first. So now you're so in the haven and you're being careful. And so, yeah, give me an intelligence plus investigation roll as you look through the, right. the data that she's collected. Come on, come on. Okay, one success. Okay, one success. Um, do you want to try the willpower deal again? The- yeah, I probably should actually. Yeah, you keep getting one success and you're getting partial clues and it's you know it's making the investigation tough maybe you roll use willpower and get that info okay so i get to re-roll three fuck no no okay um all i can tell you is that you uh you find out that it looks like uh she just searched your obituary and found it. Uh, so it's good that you got the phone from her. That, that I'm giving you for free. Uh-huh. And with your one success, you find um, that she's been looking into, I, I just, it looks like she's been looking into connections between Flowcom and the Stevedores Union. Um, basically, it, it seems like Flowcom is trying to, you know, there are guys that worked for Flowcom that then kind of, changed their um, employment history and became part of the stevedores union that works the docks. Um, So it looks like Flocom infiltrated its own union. Hmm. Which is, I mean, really weird and sort of um, awful. Like they're basically trying to shut down the unions by putting their own people into them. Hmm. Okay, so there are potentially also vampires or ghouls in the union. Potentially, uh, or maybe just humans that they've somehow compromised. The problem is she hasn't been able to get anybody to go on record. So even though she's dug up some research and things that indicate this, she hasn't been able to get someone to go, yes, this happened. Okay, I think I'd like to talk to the guys again. Great. Um. Let's bring in Miles and Curtis. So I'll relay all this info to them. And my suspicion is I really don't want to need the Camarilla's help or involve them. But I wonder if a situation it's a situation of needing to play the game a bit so that I can get further along in it. And if there's some way that we could maybe exploit the relation, this, if there's something to the fact that there's correspondence between Bethlehem and McKeesport, and that somehow links to Buddy, then it could, it could cast a shadow over the Ventru uh, clan. If they have some sort of association with that garage. Um, We don't have a lot to go on right now, but and it'd be nice to have more concrete evidence, but I'm thinking about maybe trying to involve Miss Sonia. I really don't fucking want to, but they have more power and more um, uh, assets than we do. If we involve her, we should definitely involve the prince. Fuck no, I'm not involving the prince. Uh, the prince controls everybody. I mean. To not involve the prince, now you're going around the leader of the whole, whole vampire brigade. 
Miles, do you not remember how she was going to throw us to the fucking dogs the first time we met her? She knew I we were innocent. you'll find Jen Brown. She's quite merciful. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, Miles. I'm with Jen on this. I mean, we're going to... We're going to continue to be involved with these people and try to stay apart from them. If they're, if they're already factions against each other, then making those factions deeper and set more against each other, the more they're focused on each other, the less they're focused on us. Okay, you, you want to go against some prince? That's on you. <laughs> We're not going against her. We just don't need to involve her in every decision we make. You want to tell her about this before we even know anything? I'm just saying. I might be a little tricky What's if we get called in front of some council and we haven't even told the ruler all of vampires. Curtis, we have we have leverage on Churchill, right? His ghoul, he doesn't want people to know about. I'm just saying not to threaten him, but if we go to him... <laughs> It's not, Miss Sonia has all the power in my, in our relationship. I don't know anything about her, but maybe Churchill could help us and not immediately turn us in or something since Churchill, we have a little bit of dirt on him. Churchill does want to know, does want to know secrets and keep his eyes on everything. And, and I mean, if, if we bring him information, he might trust me more. And I mean, it's, it's always good to Satisfied that. I mean, Churchill. Why is everyone so obsessed with their adoptive parents? Stop it. Um, Jen, I just want to say, you know, you mentioned that you don't have, uh, first of all, Churchill is a great idea. He definitely would be interested to hear anything you have to tell him. Uh -huh. But I just want to correct you on one point. You don't have zero power with Miss Sonia. If you recall, you gave her the phone. Um, you gave her the phone that you recorded the garage on. Uh -huh. uh, so in a way, you kind of you you kind of did her a favor and kind of gave her intel that none of the other primogen or, or Elysium vampires had. So, you know, there is some leverage there. There's That's also true. definitely leverage with Churchill Jackson, who would want to know all of this stuff like. Well, yeah, I mean, I guess I also want to know more about Miss Sonia as a player. So maybe maybe reaching out to Miss Sonia. Um, she already knows that I, okay, here's a question. Does she know at all about my, or would, um, did I need her help to set up my, my side hustle where, where my tech is, or did I do that all on my own? I think you did it all on your own. I, and I think that I, I like that Jen Brown's like, no, f fuck her, fuck the Camarilla. I'm doing this on my own. Um, and it probably does annoy you, Jen Brown, to, uh, to have to, you know, think, but you, you, you're right. You have all these disparate clues and you're not sure quite how to make them congeal. And you know that Miss Sonia's whole position is as a harpy in Elysium. She knows dirt on people. That's what she does. Mm hmm. I, I, Knowing this, knowing that Flocom essentially infiltrated the the, the my dearest uh, organization, the union, that leads me to believe that my old union boss, who I forget his name is what? Uh, uh, Ronald Dodge. Uh, Ronald oh. Dodge. He's, he definitely knows more than he's willing to admit. I think he's tired of playing in the game but uh 
if we, you know, maybe he doesn't realize that the stakes are higher. We can actually do something about him. If you feel like are you're you, talking to an old friend of mine. Are you convinced that he is not a vampire or vampire adjacent or ghoul? Ronell? Ronell Dodge? <laughs> <laughs> Ronell Dodge is no ghoul or vampire. <laughs> well, so, so he's not a vampire. No vampire. It's a human man. I'm telling you, he's a sad man and an angry man, but he's just a man. But does he think that you're a dead man? Yeah, and then I show them my obituary. All that, if I know Ronell Dodge, <laughs> all that's going to be proof. That everything he thought was bullshit is actually true. I know beneath all that crust, he's still a good man. What do you think he could know that would help us? I don't know. He's been tight-lipped to, to me the one time I spoke to him, but that's classic Ronell. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is. It is classic Ronell. Um Look, these are all great ideas. Ronell's a great idea. Um, I think it's time to 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 take action. Go and talk to somebody. Try to get get this break this case open. Okay. Well, um, I'll ask Curtis's opinion, and then see what he says, and then go from there. Okay. Um, do you trust? Do you trust that baggy looking Sonia lady then? Maybe it's the way to go because you could gain her trust some more. I mean, I don't. I feel like we've been we've had an okay, an okay track record working with the sheriff. If it was me, I mean, I might take it to Churchill. To me, going to see the old going down to the docks runs the risk of outing ourselves to Miles's friend. I don't want to put us in a position of having to suck him. Okay. <laughs> I'm going okay. Curtis is saying working with mortals can get messy sometimes. Yeah. 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 Okay, so what I'm going to do is I want to go to uh I need a cover story for why I have this information sort of. Um I'm going to go to Miss Sonia. She gave you an address in Polish Hill if you ever wanted to get in touch with her. Uh-huh. And I found all this information just from digging on the internet. Yeah. And going into my back door um, of Grouper. So I'm trying to think how I could present that. I mean, she must know that I'm fucking using tech, though. Our last conversation, she basically made it seem like she would turn a blind eye. She did. She appreciated being given that video before everyone else, uh, you know, uh, or, or no, in lieu, instead of everybody else. So... Yeah, she's able to wink and a nod at some tech. You know, that's like a rule, and it's a, among the vampires of the Camarilla, and it's not always enforceable. Okay, I'm okay. Then I'm gonna ask the guys to come with me, but I'm gonna go see Miss Sonia. All right, all right. Um, you take the car. Uh, I assume it's well. I, I think we're down to Miles's car now, uh, <laughs> if that indeed exists. What did Miles drive? I did say possessions. He maybe still owns a car. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, what does Miles drive? 
I wish I knew things about cars. Wait for it. Guys, this is important. Tonight's adventure. Who drives an old Lincoln? It's the greatest town car ever made. Great. Um, you pull up in an old Lincoln to a big residential house. It's a residential family home, uh, kind of at the top of uh, the Polish Hill neighborhood. Of course, does incorporate a hill, and you have to kind of go up some side streets, go up to a higher elevation, and you're you're uh, standing outside a what looks like a two story family home with a yard and a fence and a uh, mailbox. And on the mailbox, there's a little cute sign that like some families have that says the Kowalskis. <laughs> uh, Jen's looking at the house and she's going, I'm going to fucking regret this. And then she gets out and the guys can follow if they'd like or whatever they want to do. What do you guys want to do? Um, I, seems like I don't know if, fork, more I don't know if the print, oh, sorry, go ahead, Ross. Ross sorry. Or, uh, this is Ross, the player now. Yeah. Remember, yeah, no. Um, Seems like she might be more forthcoming if uh, we're not there. You ever trust? We don't. I would definitely agree. She probably doesn't want to see Miles because I'm in the prince's pocket. (laughs) (laughs) How about uh, Miles and I take a little drive around the block? Yeah, if we have have to go to the bathroom, we'll play swords. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Do vampires do that? Sure. (laughs) Oh, in fact... You have gone to do that, and it is now canon. <laughs> um, and with that, goodbye. Yes, Jen Brown, um, uh, you walk up the sidewalk, and uh, you see that there are lights on inside, and that there um, are, are people talking and moving about inside. Can I see who they are? Yeah, you look in through the living room window, and you see uh, four children. Uh, one of whom is a teenage girl. There's a teenage boy and two younger children, a boy and a girl, and they're watching television. And uh, uh, the younger boy is throwing a ball against the wall. Uh, and in fact, unless you're being stealthy, um, the teenage girl is looking toward the window. She sees you and she walks up to the front door and opens the door and is like, yeah. Is uh, Sonia here? Um, Sonia, oh, you're here to see the Domovoy. Come in. Do I know what that word means? Um, you probably don't. Um, okay. You walk in and, um, why don't you give me a wits plus investigation role? Okay. Um, the kids are watching The Voice in the living room. And- <laughs> They are. And the delicious uh, smells of some so. sort of delicious dish are wafting out of the kitchen. Um, this is a cozy house in Polish Hill. And how did your wits plus investigation role go? Critical success. Uh, you notice that the teenage boy who's in there watching The Voice has band-aids all over his arms. Teenage girl uh, says, you want to go up to see her? Yeah. Um, she takes you up to the second floor landing. She takes you. You were literally in a family home. It's maybe a, a, a big family home, maybe four bedroom. Uh-huh. Uh, but you are in a family home. And um, you, she takes you to a place where there is a curtain she pulls back. And then she unravels a little rope 
and she pulls down a trap door from the ceiling of this uh, little hallway. And, uh, you know, a little wooden staircase unfolds uh, that leads up into an attic. And you can see that there are lights uh, on up inside the attic and you hear creaking up above. And when I came in the house, the windows aren't blacked out because I looked through one of them, right? On the ground floor. The windows are not blacked out. Are the windows on the second floor blacked out? They are not. But there huh. aren't any windows in this corridor, this hallway here on the second floor. Okay. Interesting. All right. Well, um, I'm going to go up and greet the creaking. Um, you get to the top of this little staircase and you realize that this is a, a very large and spacious attic. Um, and it has been decked out uh, in the style of a little, uh, a, a tasteful little old lady's apartment. Um, there are fine oriental rugs, a uh, little table, tea service. Um, no need for a kitchenette because the person who evidently dwells here, where there are also, by the way, no windows at all, mm. uh, is Miss Sonia, who turns around in her chair and is like, ah, <laughs> my dear, I'm so glad you've come to see me. Come, nice. come in, come. You sit down, uh, sit down. You take care of your environment more than uh, most. <sighs> yes, yes. Well, I'm a creature of comforts. <laughs> Would you care for a refreshment? And she lifts a tiny little uh, porcelain teacup, and you can see that there's blood inside. Uh. Yeah, sure. Ah. B. Can, can I look around a... for anything a interesting? Or sure. She's got a computer up here. She's got. A, a, she has a computer up there. Oh yeah, but I mean, whether it's connected to the internet or not, you wouldn't know until you tried to use it. Uh -huh. She has uh, several bookcases full of moldering old tomes with you know uh, heavy leather bindings. Um, she pulls a little rope on the wall and you hear a bell dinging and pretty soon the teenage boy with the band-aids on his arm comes to the top of the stairs and is like, yeah. Um, and Miss Sonia points to you and goes, give our guests some refreshment. Teenage boy walks over, puts his arm out over a teacup that's setting, sitting right in front of you. I'm going to act like I'm switch. looking at something else. <laughs> <laughs> he pulls out a big switchblade. He cuts his arm and you're not looking at it. No, I'm going to act like I'm very fascinated by her, like uh, by her wallpaper or something. <laughs> oh, my dear. You are skittish, aren't you? What? Um, um, no. So um, do you take it with sugar? <laughs> Um, you now look and there is a fair amount of blood in the uh, in the uh, cup. And he is like uh, tending to his arm as he just nonchalantly tromps back downstairs. Are all of those your, I don't know, ghouls? No, no, honey, no. They, they are um, a family who has been allied with my clan for many generations. When the Norse Faratu first came 
to Pittsburgh. Uh, we uh, were known as Domevoy, household spirits. Yes, we protect these families, and they in turn protect us. Right. Um, look, uh, I'll I'll cut to the chase, uh, Miss Sonia. We are still in agreement, I hope, about my um, dabbling outside of the rules. Mm. Well, uh, rules must be broken in order that uh, the law be kept sometimes, eh? I agree. And um, I may have found something, but it's not a lot. I wanted to know if you had any more information. What may you have found? I'm going to tell her about Obadiah and basically the, the conversations happening between McKeesport and Bethlehem. Um, and that. Ah, mm, oh, yes. Griffin. <laughs> ah, speaking of people who break the rules, <laughs> uh, I've long suspected that Griffin uh, plays fast and loose with the masquerade when it suits his needs. Um, I understand what you have told me, and I also know that he is attempting to take your mortal holdings. Is that not true? He is. Mm. You gave me the cell phone with the footage of the garage before the other kindred were aware of the location. Do you remember? I do. That's why I came to you. And because of that, I knew about this garage coterie eight hours before the rest of the primogen. And so my agents visited there first. They were not seen. They were not heard. And they brought back this. And she waddles over to a cabinet and pulls out a dusty old box and places it in front of you and lifts it up, lifts up the lid, and you can see that it's filled with dusty old files. I um, Is she offering them to me? Yes. This is, as far as I can tell, a great deal of records on the business dealings of this garage place uh, where the vampire known as Buddy and his coterie dwelled. Perhaps there's something in this that can help you. Thank you. Miss Sonia, um... Now you owe me a favor. You see how it works? You do a favor, I do a favor. It's like ping pong. <laughs> yeah, ping pong. Great. Um, it's it's in my interests to not have it known that I have any stake in my mortal holdings. You are my child. My adopted child, your secrets are safe with me. But you know, Clan Nosferatu sometimes has need 
of money. Digital records, data. Perhaps you could be helpful when those opportunities arise. Yeah. Excellent. Drink your blood. I'm going to kind of <laughs> sort of uh, close my eyes, chug it, and then be like, I'm on a, a tight clock. Thanks for these. Uh, see it, Elysium? And don't worry, Miss Brown. Mr. Griffin is a man of very, shall we say, Celtic tastes. He would never eat your friend, Sabrina. <laughs> um, you can uh, leave now if you'd like. Yeah, I'd like to. Okay. So, um, you walk back down uh, through uh, the little hall where uh, teenagers are watching The Voice, uh, and now you hear a mother go, Okay, kids, dinner! And they all start shuffling into the dining room where she's laid out some sort of enormous Polish casserole. Um, and you can exit out into the darkness. What was the name of the family again? The Kowalskis. Kowalskis. Uh, okay, I'm going to do that. I'm assuming the guys are back in the car. In the yeah, front. they pull up. Sure. Okay. I'm going to get into the back. Kind of shell-shocked, holding the files. Um, she Seems knows about, uh, fruitful. She knows about Sabrina. Really? They know everything. Fuck. Mm. And then I'm just going to start going through the files as we drive back to the haven yeah and so uh i'm gonna let you make it again um let's see should it be different this time is there a different role uh this would normally be uh, an intelligence plus investigation role um but you have a lot of little clues that might help you so you know what i'm gonna allow you to do i'll allow you to add a die to it now that you've okay. uh, you've you've gathered all these resources and materials, yeah, go ahead and add a die to your intelligence plus investigation roll. Okay, so that is six now. Seriously, one success. Okay, well, in, luckily it's a research project, so all this means is that it doesn't look like you're going to get it tonight. Definitely not on the ride back to the Haven. And so um, as the sun uh, starts to come up, Jen Brown is still digging through these files, trying to find, you know, the answer. Um, and uh, the day uh, is about to pass. So would you all like to go to sleep uh, for, you know, 12, 14 hours? Yes. Okay. Um <laughs> And so as the next day, uh, the sun passes over the sky, it passes over the city of Pittsburgh, east to west, it crosses the sky. And then once again, Mexican war streets become dark. And I need a rouse roll to mm. rouse for the night from Jen Brown. Okay. Success. Jen Brown, um, you uh, are only at one hunger then. Mm -hmm. And um, I will say, because Miss Sonia did feed you some phlegmatic blood, 
you uh you still have you know use of one of your powers uh as a thin blood you still have cool. use of one of those powers so um now i guess i will ask you uh do you want to continue researching those files yes okay uh go for it um do you want to try to do it in a different way i guess before you were just looking for I, I, well, let me explain what's in them because you've been looking at them. Mostly mm-hmm. it's files dealing with corridor companions who were uh, an escort service. Yes. Uh, an escort service that catered to mortals. Yes. And you think probably those mortals that you saw uh, the garage vamps like kind of leading out of the house were part of that mortal escort service. Also, remember, a woman was found in the basement uh, mm. in, in a cell. Now, that woman was cared for by the Camarilla and, um, you know, was was the Camarilla did take her uh, under their care and, uh, you know, apparently is healing or is doing a lot better. But these are people that those vampires were capturing and using in some way, mortals. So you think that that's what this this escort service was. But as you look deeper, you realize that you think uh, based on cross-referencing with the uh with the you know what you got from Gwyneth's um, uh, thumb drive, that probably some of these escorts were given over to vampires to feed and kill, because there are incidents where an escort is hired, only works for a couple months, then there's a giant influx of cash under his or her name. There were male escorts as well, and then that escort is not in any way on the list of ones that, you know, went out on jobs anymore. Mm-hmm. So you're so, so, but you're looking for the smoking gun. Mm-hmm. And so I want you to make one more role and I want you to, I want you to look at your sheet and see if there's anything that, you know, any angle you'd like to add to it uh, based on that knowledge that, that you think might, might help you. Um, and, you know, definitely you'd be looking for things you have extra dots in. Maybe what is your intelligence plus investigation altogether? That is a five. OK, so that's not a bad pool, but we keep rolling one success. So yeah. um, my best my best role would be uh, intelligence plus technology. But OK, I, I, I don't know if that would apply well. here, but you do have three dots in finance. finance. Right? That's what I was you want to try that? Intelligence plus finance. Yeah. yeah. Let's try okay. that. So that'd be seven. Uh, okay. Five successes. Uh, now that's a lot of successes. <laughs> um, you notice that uh, this business was a human trafficking business. And you notice that there were several interesting, um, interesting incidents uh, over the last 10 or so years um, where they paid to fly someone from Shannon Airport in Ireland to Pittsburgh. And very shortly after that, a couple months later, they received some of the biggest influxes of cash they ever received in those 10 years. So, okay, to recap, this is the, the garage, this is Flowcom or the, this is the garage's files. Sorry. Yes. This is the garage. Miss Sonia, because you gave her that phone, she sent someone into that garage before it was even raided. 
Someone must have been using their powers of invisibility. They grabbed the the company records from the garage and got to them before the police or the rest of the Camarilla did. And you uh-huh. are looking at those records now. And by looking at really, really what they paid for and when they were paid using finance, you figured out that it looks like the, the escorts they got paid the most for to get rid of. The escorts that suddenly disappeared and brought them the most money were ones who were flown over from a specific part of Ireland. Okay. Um, is there any link that I know about between Flocom and Ireland or Obadiah Griffin and Ireland? Well, Miss Sonia just said something with a wink at you before you left that uh, Obadiah Griffin is a man of very Celtic oh, Right, of course. Of course. So is there anything in the files themselves that that could point to him? Um, I think that you vengeance? have I think that you have the knowledge you need. If it's not if it's not all clear in your head yet, maybe that's OK. But I think that, you know, you're pretty sure that this is significant in some way. OK. I'm with, can I be with the guys again? You can, of course you can. You're all in the Haven, uh, and they're back. Okay. Um, I'm relaying this information to them. Uh huh. So it was a teenage boy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. There's a whole family there. Strike a generational bargain. It's crazy. This, so wait, hold on. Celtic Tate? Are you? What does that mean? Is these? Does this guy only drink Irish blood? I guess. I, is that a, is that a known thing within? Well, the it's, how about you roll? Um, uh, all of you can, if you'd like, intelligence plus occult. Hmm. Oh, three successes. Jen Brown, um, you think about it and, you know, you, you do so much messing with pl- blood uh, and, and you were at Elysium a lot before you got your little blood donation kind of system set up. So uh, maybe uh, through talking to people, you, you vaguely remember that the Ventru clan are known for their refined palates. OK, they really only want to drink certain types of blood. And that's it. That's what you remember with your three successes. Yes. Well, they so they only they'll only drink from certain types of people. That's correct. Yeah. And this is a known thing. People know this about the Ventrues. And, and you and, and you suddenly go, oh yeah, there. The, you know what? There was something in the thumb drive about that uh, under Obadiah Griffin. Okay, so people. Oh God, sorry. People. That's okay. So if I were to present this information potentially to the prince. Or to, I mean, I can presume that Miss Sonia probably went through that rec- those records and and knows that information and isn't think, doing anything with it. I think uh, you don't know how much she knows, but she okay. definitely tried to give you a little bit more of a nudging there. Um, and you never know what her agenda is either. She definitely has it in for Griffin, probably because they all have it in for each other. Uh, but, um, yeah, it, it, it looks like she, she tried to give you what she had. Okay. So I guess I see two options. 
which is confront Obadiah with this information, threaten to let the prince, who Miles is so keen on, know what's going on, and say that we can keep it quiet if he backs off, or we take it right to the prince. I don't like the idea of taking it right to the prince because I don't trust the prince. There is another option. We could take it to Churchill Jackson and see if he could clean house through the traditional channels of law and order. It doesn't seem to me that he wants to share information with anybody. And sure. it's, it's, it would be working in there. I don't know if I can really call it a justice system. Not that our justice system is one either. Okay, okay. But, uh, <laughs> I'll, put a, I'll put a hand on a Curtis's shoulder and be like, okay, bud. but all right. at least it seems to me that if she's giving you this information without doing anything about it herself, that she wants someone else to be her. She wants someone else to be the one to reveal it so it doesn't blow back on her. Yeah. Otherwise, she would have acted on it. Would Churchill take this and run with it? Seems to me he's willing to... He, what I can tell is that he likes people who follow their rules. And this seems to me to be a pretty big breach of their rules. So if you want to strike at the person who's trying to take over your company... Okay. Or take it to the prince. See what that insane lady does. I don't want to take it to the prince. I don't want to involve any of them, but I don't trust he'll back down if it's just the three of us talking to him. Chances are that'll only make him matter. Do you trust Churchill? No more than I trust any of these people. I trust bringing it to him more than I trust bringing it to Adelaide Ross or going to threaten a guy who's one of the most powerful people in their whole fucking organization. What if if we take something from him? Something that he wants? I mean, we know he wants my company, but... Yeah, but you can't take that. What of his people? What about... uh, What does he need in order to get the company? What is his... What about his... What about his... uh, One of his right-hand man? What's his name? Uh, Stephen Francis. Well... I will just say that immediately it would occur to you, Jen Brown, that they need Sabrina to finalize the buyout. Uh huh. She she can cancel the sale. She's acting CEO. Sabrina's your friend. Yes, she's the one that's acting CEO. Why don't we take her? I mean, she's not of a right mind, so we might have to, you know, kidnap her. But we'd be saving your friend. Maybe if. She's with her. We could save my daughter, too. Amy, I love her. (laughs) I mean, what would that look like? We'd show up, try to get him to (laughs) reject her house. Go to her house at night. It's definitely a trap. Nighttime is when they sleep, but when we're awake. But (laughs) he's definitely expecting it. We'll be be walking into into a trap. Do when she's driving to work. There's no perfect thing to do. You can only go to... Seems to me that going to see Sabrina is walking into a fucking death trap. Any more than walking into a... This face in this Obadiah Griffin directly. There's, there's, one, there's one way to help narrow down options. And I'm, not, and I'm not thinking of a particular option as your storyteller. I would never tell you what to do. 
<laughs> I would only story tell, not tell. But <laughs> you might think, what am I good at doing? And where will my skills and powers be the most useful in all of these things? Going to Churchill, going to the prince, going directly to Obadiah Griffin, or going to kidnap Sabrina, basically. I mean, kidnapping Sabrina sounds the most fun, but... Uh, <laughs> but um, In what world does that not end with her being dead? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Uh, I feel like I feel so torn because I feel like Jen is having to trust two fucking Camarilla people. But um, I think the safest route for Sabrina is going to Churchill. Oh yeah, okay. I mean, I think that'd probably be an okay idea. Um, I can talk to him and and, and set up the meeting if you want. Curtis, <laughs> do not be doing this to forget to get brownie points, please. Are you doing right. help me? How are you going to talk to him, Curtis, with that? Dick in your mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Cut to Lonergan's Irish pub. They're closing down for the night because a lot of uh, time has passed. I mean, a day, a day and and a night started again. And Jen finally figured it all out. And you guys had a long talk. And then you got to Lonergan's about 2 a.m. And they're putting chairs on tables and trying to kick the last drunks out. And in the back, in his retro cool suit is the imposing figure of Churchill Jackson. And he's like, all right, gang, what do you have for me? I mean, did a little bit of digging and I found something that I think might be of interest to you. Um, You want to take it away, Brown? Obadiah Griffin? image of the venture right he has links to the garage where buddy operated out of really really and what's your proof of this i'm gonna um i'm going to give him one of the smoking gun files don't ask me where i got that just be happy that i have it how is this significant? I see you've 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 highlighted some some flights from Ireland, and you the venture like certain types of blood, right? His feeding restriction. There's a human trafficking ring. They were shipping bodies for him. Yeah. But you're not positive he was their client. You don't have a bill of sale attached to Obadiah Griffin. Do you need that to start investigating? No, I don't need it to start investigating. But in order to in order to prove this to an archon, to one of the higher ups of the Camarilla, yeah, this isn't enough. But it's information we could use. Definitely information we could use if he doesn't, he does not want this to come out. Yeah. What so would it you, take? Let's see. What do we want from Obadiah Griffin? <laughs> He's a very rich man. He's a corrupt man. 
I don't want him to have. (sighs) That's how it is with the very rich, huh? They don't think society's laws apply to them. That's right, Curtis. What's his standing in the in the vampire brigade? You know, he's not much liked anymore. He belonged to an old guard. You know, leaders of industry, old industries. But his company, it shuttered up a long time ago, and he's been trying various other business ventures since then. Flowcom is a creation post-90s that he put together. It's really a shell company that owns a lot of different businesses. So if his previous business is shuttered, how the hell is he bankrolling Flowcom? I mean, he's got his hand in a lot of pots. He's still making a lot of money. Yeah. Now, he doesn't have any friends in Elysium. He mostly has ghouls, mortals that'll do whatever he says, and that little bootlicker, Stephen Francis. Yeah, I mean... What would it take to to get proof? I mean, I doubt he's just got bills of sale lying around for his little shamrock shakes. I'll get to work on it, uh, but we would need some kind of records from his finances that show that he spent this money, that these amounts were handed over to the garage. We would need the other half of this transaction. We need somebody who could uh, get financial records and access to like a Accounting database. <laughs> if only someone we knew had skill with computers. It's me. I can give you <laughs> the information on all of his companies and subsidiaries and also uh, the company that shuttered a while back. Maybe you can find something. Are we talking about a hacking montage? I think we are. I we'll think get right on it. In this one case, I'll allow you to bend the masquerade just a tad. <laughs> Shall I drive you to a local library? <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. hear they've got a 58 at 8 baud rate modem. Knowledge is Under the power. condition <sighs> that if I get you this information, you're going to strip him of his power and his money. Wow. Well, it won't be me. It'll be the Camarilla leadership they'll You'll probably send that? an archon they'll probably send an archon again but yeah you're damn right i'll report it and you'll support that you're damn right i will okay hacking montage hacking <laughs> montage <laughs> Jen Brown does a hacking montage drinking her blood down. Jen does Brown. Like Swordfish thing where he's typing, goes woo, and like claps and goes to his next <laughs> keyboard over here, <laughs> just going between library computers. <laughs> Jen Brown, um, I think I that um, another day and a night will have to, you know, the moon will have to come out one more time for you to be able to d- dedicate the time to this that it's going to take. Um, and I think you're on your own because your buddies can't help you hack uh, a mainframe. So oh, this is going to be uh, this is going to this is a big role for you. Um, I think at this point we can say that it is Sunday and tomorrow when business is open, Sabrina is going to sign on the line that is dotted. 
and uh-huh. your company will be part of Flowcomp. So now I need you to make that big role. I think it's going to be a intelligence plus technology role to hack in and okay. find the records. And then uh, well, intelligence plus technology to hack your way in. And I need three successes. And then we'll talk about if you can find the proper finances, financial uh, records. Uh, you needed three? Mm-hmm. How about six? Dang. Okay. So um, you destroy their firewalls and, uh, you know, all of that stuff. And now you're just kind of looking through all of these private files uh, and specifically, you see that Stephen Francis, well, that's interesting. He still has, uh, you know, files in these companies. So there's no Obadiah Griffin anywhere. But Stephen Francis is all over these companies. And at, once you're looking for a little while, you're going back years and years. Now I want the intelligence plus finance role that will find the smoking gun. Okay. Intelligence plus finance seven. I'm going to spend a willpower because I only got one success. No problem. Um, I have one willpower left. <laughs> um, okay. So I'm re-rolling. Okay. All right. Come on, baby. Okay. So four successes. Hey, that's better than one. That's um, way better than one. You've got them. I mean, they bought it through their companies, but it's in the exact amounts. They stupidly like used... Like, you know, different little companies they had to kind of um, pay uh, and, and, you know, write off these these expenses, which were actually to buy people from Ireland that Obadiah Griffin could snack on. You have them. Are you taking it to Churchill Jackson? I'm taking it to Churchill Jackson. Um. I mean, I'll set up a meeting and just make sure it's all. Uh, yeah, thank you, Curtis. Talk. Great, thank you. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> sure. Um, I think. Um, I think that we will end our final scene here. Well, maybe not our final scene, but we're gonna set a scene at Elysium, uh, where Obadiah Griffin has answered a summons from the sheriff of Pittsburgh, and that sheriff has brought three young kindred with him uh and uh churchill definitely has all the ghouls in attendance as well and obadiah griffin enters and and is like uh what's the meaning of this it's two hours till dawn i don't jump when you tell me to jump jackson i built this fucking town and then jackson's like well that may be true, but it seems that you are in violation of the masquerade and have been consorting with known anarchs. The hell are you talking about? Jen Brown? He turns, Churchill turns to you, he's like, would you like to tell him what we've found out? Taste of the Celtic. <laughs> Is that right? What? Oh, it doesn't ring a bell to you that um, there have been multiple flights from Ireland for special dinners over a period of, uh, looks like, years, provided by the exact same men and women that were working under Buddy. 
a known anarch. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna step closer to him uh-huh. <laughs> and go say something along the lines of, "You try to take my fucking company, I burn you." <laughs> and I'm gonna step back. <laughs> okay, Jackson, uh, call off your dog. What, you want me to leave this company alone? I can... I can let it go, alright? If, uh... If this all disappears. And Jackson goes... No. Working with a known Anarch? A vampire outside the Camarilla? I'm afraid now that this has been brought to my attention... I have to take it to the Camarilla hierarchy. And you are going to be censured... And you are going to be limited in your mobility until then. God damn it! I'll destroy you all! And then he... Let's see if he frenzies. Ooh. He better not, because I'm about to punch face. (laughs) Better not fucking frenzy, dog. I'll punch face. I'm crazy, Um, dude. He actually (laughs) doesn't frenzy. Uh, uh, he like gets a hold of himself but you can see he's holding on to the table and he's put cracks into the big oak table you're all standing around Uh, and he goes fine but the buyout's going through little girl it's happening if you won't make this disappear then your company belongs to me and your little friend he starts to walk out and Churchill's like, be sure to go with these uh, these guards to the your new quarters here in the luxurious hotel U.S. Steel Building. So Jen Brown, the problem here is that because you've brought in Churchill Jackson, it doesn't appear that Obadiah is willing to deal with, make, make a deal with you. So what is the solution now? And keep in mind, I, as the storyteller, do not know it. (laughs) So this is maybe convenient, but is it conceivable that when I gave Sabrina active CEO powers, knowing that there would be people coming after her Mm -hmm. and that they would be dangerous, that I would have basically tracked her? Like I would have found a way to i mean maybe they, conceivably they would have taken away her phone or something but possibly but i don't think it's crazy you know you you made it very clear that you were being extremely cautious about your company and about hers so i think it makes sense that you would have some sort of tracking app that you can use to find out where she's at mm-hmm. okay i'd like to go someplace where no one can see me and okay um, and check it to find okay. where she is Great. She's at the grouper offices uh, and it's like th- almost three in the morning, but she's there. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to look at the guys, assuming Churchill never, they're all gone, right? Well, they're, they're nearby if you need them. Uh, I'm going to tell the guys where I'm going and you can come if you want, but I need to go now. Mm. I mean, we can 
we can give you a ride. Just be, be nearby if you need us. Yeah, okay. Great. And so Curtis and Miles uh, drive you uh, to uh, Lawrenceville, where the grouper offices are on a second uh, story uh, office uh, level uh, above a yoga studio and a, uh, a latte place. Because um, it's, and- it's safe to say, sorry, that if Obadiah was taken into custody, mm-hmm. that his associates are also being watched and they're not just being allowed to roam free. Right. That is so, safe to say. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Then I'm going to go into the offices and then I'm going to try to find Sabrina. Okay. Um, you, um, get to the offices, uh, and, uh, you know, the doors right in front of you, it says grouper with the, the cool logo you guys kind of came up with together on the outside. Um, and, uh, your key still opens the lock. Uh, and going inside, um, you see uh, in her office, which is, you know, it's 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 all glass walls in here. Very startup. Uh, she's sleeping on a couch in her office, laying there. Your friend, Sabrina. Um, she looks can't. tired, even sleeping right now. She looks uh, kind of bedraggled. I'm going to go over to her and sort of gently try to wake her up. what are you doing here you can i tell is she is there something weird to her is there a glaze can i tell if she's been oh well she's looking behind you right now uh and when she looks behind you a shadow sort of passes through the light that's coming you know from the lights outside there you know there are no covered over windows here and you hear a voice behind you go, hello, Miss Brown. I turn around slowly. <laughs> ben and I have become very close friends. I mean, Sabrina and I have become very close friends. Isn't that right, Sabrina? Uh, yes, Stephen, that's fair to say. And despite your actions against my employer, Sabrina intends to go through with the purchase tomorrow, don't you? Absolutely, Stephen. So are we going to have a problem here? Are Curtis and Miles with me? Or are they downstairs? They are outside, but they were watching carefully. Do they see this? Um, Let's bring them in in a second. I want to know what you say to this guy. At any rate, they're not at the top of the stairs in the room with you, so... You have to handle this right now. So what did he just say? He was like, are we going to have a problem? The purchase is going through in the morning. Yes, we are. Because it's not. Back How do you off. intend to stop it? What do you think is happening here? Your boss, your entire clan is on the rocks. You're going to be stripped of all your fucking money. You've lost. We can still take something from you, can't we? I'm going to, uh, you, can I use far reach mm-hmm. to basically try to push Sabrina out of the way and I'm just going to fucking jump on this guy. 
Right. In fact, I think that I'd like for you to make a willpower roll right now because Jen Brown does have the flaw that she uh, frenzies like a full blooded kindred sometimes. Um, and you uh, you might be frenzying right now, um, Ooh, but you can use your you can use your far reach first. You can use okay. your far reach first. So your far reach, I think, uh, to move a person who doesn't necessarily want to be moved that is going to require a roll. So give me that resolve plus your one dot of thin blood alchemy roll. Resolve plus. Okay. All right. It's not a great roll. One success. Okay. I know it's only one success, but I want to know what your, your frenzy roll turned out at. Oh, okay. Um, let me see. So I just roll my willpower, right? Which is currently one. Oh, Yeah. Total failure. Okay. In this case, something crazy happens because <laughs> you were using far reach at the se- exact second your anger got the best of you and your beast slept forward and you frenzied. So Sabrina goes flying. And in fact, everything in the room goes flying. And it's you're going full carry on this guy. And <laughs> your far reach gets supercharged for a second. And he goes flying back against the wall and smashes into the wall and he shatters through those glass kind of cubicles that's here in your startup office and he's laying on the ground like covered in shards of glass and he's like (sighs) um are there did anything wooden break (laughs) um no there was no wood this is all glass not Um, even like furniture or anything when he went I think the boys may have heard that, uh, your friends, so they may be uh, on their way up uh, and they can be brought back any any moment, but um, they're not here this second. So, But you have bought yourself time to do another, something else because he's laying on the ground pulling glass out of himself. So what are you doing now? I am just going to... <laughs> I'm just going to fucking get on top, get on top of him mm-hmm. and... Uh, Let's see. Um, I didn't say that I had any weapons on me. Is no. it conceivable that I would? You have carry the gun anything? Curtis gave you way back. Remember when Curtis gave you that gun a while yeah. back? Yeah. So I'm I just going to jump on him sheet. and put it put it to his head. And what are you going to say to him? Like, this may not fucking kill you, but it's going to hurt. So calm the fuck down. Okay. Um, he's not moving, and he's like. Okay. I'm going to go Curtis Miles. Okay, there. Yeah, they come through the door. <laughs> I come not only do I come through the door, I come through the door with an intimidate roll. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Ooh, let's say same. Oh no. Yeah, give me those intimidate rolls, gentlemen. When you, when you do that is it just straight intimidation or is it added to an attribute? Oh, it's definitely added to an attribute. You can add it to your charisma. I <laughs> total failure for for Curtis. <laughs> Do you want to re-roll using willpower? Why don't you storp what your damn it? Stop. stop. <laughs> um, Do you want to use your willpower to re-roll? Yes, damn it. Go for it. I got it. three successes. Let's see how many total successes we get here. You do, you do willpower doesn't reroll hunger dice is that right um that's right mm-hmm. okay <laughs> oh no 
total failure again. That's okay. Um, I think uh, here's what happens, guys. Um, He is like kind of like on the ground, and you can tell that he is really a sniveling excuse for a kindred uh, and probably a human being before that. And Jen Brown's uh, show of power, plus these two guys come in, and Miles, thank God Miles was there, uh, (laughs) added three intimidation to him. Uh, Tell him what you want, because you feel like you have him in a position right now. And you do this while Curtis is tripped and peed his pants. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to tell Curtis to go check on Sabrina. Uh, Yeah, yeah. He removes his foot from the potted plant. He steps in. (laughs) 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 Um, She's kind of bleeding. Uh, I pick her her up and kind of take her to a a less glassy area of the office. Um, I'm going to just... I'm assuming there's something wood in this office, right? Um, sure, but it's going to be tough to make a makeshift stake. I think that what I'm trying to say to you is he's been thoroughly intimidated. Your okay. your attack was awe-inspiring. And then, you know, Miles is like, whatever Miles is doing is working. My thing is, is that I kind of want to take him and not tell the Camarilla that we have him kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? Like, I want to, like, really? stake him. I mean, for now, I want to stake him so that we have him. And then and then decide what to do with him in another session. <laughs> but I sort of don't want to just, like, tie him up and hand him over. Interesting. You want to keep your own prisoner. Is that right? Yes. Um. I think that there was a bag of steaks <laughs> that was that was in play at one point at the garage. I want to know if Jen Brown had the forethought to bring those with her. Um, and uh, she can tell me if she had the forethought to do that by uh, rolling a oh, wits plus a cult roll. So just wits then. Um, mm-hmm. No. So you're either going to have to let him go or you're going to have to turn him over to the Camarilla. Uh, what do you want to do? I'm going to, with my gun still pointed at his head, I'm going to say, you have two options. You can come with us willingly and answer some questions or you get fed to the fucking dogs. Which is it? At that moment, I make Ruby who's also with us. <laughs> Which is it? I'll come with you. Miles, tie him up. You got it. <laughs> okay. One um, last moment before. You, oh, go ahead. Oh, no, no. What go ahead. Go say? Ahead. There's one last moment before, uh, you know, you take him to Churchill uh, you know, in conjunction with his master, with his, with his, uh, superior crimes. Um, cause, cause you're pretty sure you can prove that he was connected with all this too. I mean, it was, it was his profiles that you read in, in, uh, the, the company records that showed him paying out that money. Uh, so he's connected too. Um, I think that the last moment is you have to spend a little time with Sabrina here. Uh, yeah. Curtis has taken her in, into another office, and when you walk in, it's actually the like kind of the break room where you guys have like um, 
all kinds of really fun cereals and, uh, you know, snack foods in the fridge and uh, little uh, uh, kombuchas and things all lined up in little refrigerators. And she's sitting in there and she's like dabbing her head with a towel and she's bleeding. Finish her. (laughs) What happened? How long has this been going on? How many minutes? How long has this entire scene in your offices been going on? Yeah. Maybe 10? Not long enough for me to erase her memory. Uh, no, I, I, I think erasing the memory, it's, it's past the point when you can do that. And Sabrina. I need something else from you. Wait, yeah. what's your hunger right now? One. Never mind. Go ahead. Sabrina, I'm going to need you to uh, to do something for me. What? I'm going to take a piece of broken glass from the ground. <laughs> And I'm going to cut my own arm. Yeah. There it is. There it is. There it is. <laughs> Sabrina. Suckle from the teeth of dark. <laughs> I need you to drink this. And that's where we'll end tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thanks for listening. Keep up with our schedule and find out about all the cool things we have planned by following us on Twitter and Instagram at underscore stream of blood underscore. We're on Reddit at r forward slash stream of blood and join the stream of blood Facebook group. This podcast is produced by Andrew Struther, Brian Baldinger and Clinton Trucks. I've been your storyteller, Jared Logan.